0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I'm excited to play Missouri. Um, obviously we're disappointed we're not gonna be bowl eligible, but we have a lot to play for, especially since we're playing our rival and a really, really good football team in Missouri. I'll
1: be deep into cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri.
0: jack after ability, you get jack-ass ability. I hate them so much. With John Neighbors and Joe Franklin on 103.7 The Buzz. No pain, no victory. Your reign is history. Cause we're not stopping soon. One hour
2: down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, and Todd Pierce broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trigger Tuesday, and then we'll get into uh, what's training in the world of sports. Got a little put, put behind because there was some things happening yesterday, but of course we want to continue... Uh, to hear from you, if you want to call or text in, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. You can also get after us in the Asher Record Life and Feedback, after me on Twitter, at Buzz, John, and Neighbors. And I want to uh, move through some of these uh, Asher Record Live Feedback because We are talking about Sam Pittman. I mean, that's the topic right now this week, uh, and Sports Talk Radio, at least has been on this show. I know other things are going on, but it's been about Sam Pittman, Razorback Football in the future. Well, there's an update.
3: I think yes. that's why. Because mm-hmm. there was a, an official pronouncement after the FIU game. Of him being retained. So That's
2: right. It's relevant. Yeah. yeah. And also, let's be honest about, like we talked about, Hunter Juracek could have done that earlier, and then Sam Pittman wouldn't have had to answer the questions about being fired or let go. But he was waiting after that
3: FIU game. Doesn't that concern you? That Hunter Juracek was waiting till after the FIU game? Doesn't that... Shouldn't that be a cause for concern? And I, I understand why Hunter would do that. It's not a question of why. It's smart to do that, because then if... You know, disaster struck and something happened. If you come out and support, and then that happens, and the board says no, it's not. We're moving forward or moving in a different direction. Then you got to come out after. So it's then you kind of look like you got egg on you. Mm-hmm. But it was a little telling to me that they waited. Yes, meaning there was doubt. Yes, and if there was doubt, that that should be that's troubling. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because if you would, if your check would have came out two weeks prior, being like, hey, it's our guy, at least for another year, regardless of what happens, I think it's a different animal. But I also think that the recruiting and, and angle of it, which say what you want about Sam Pittman, but there is some truth where, yeah, it's if your job is up in the air and, and you know people are negatively recruiting against you, it is impactful. So, yes, you need to come out with a statement as quickly as possible. And as soon as possible, say, hey, he's guy. So don't worry about anybody recruiting against you or anything. You're going to be the coach. And you should have done that a lot earlier if that was actually the case. But I, they were waiting. I don't care what anybody says.
3: Oh, they the timing absolutely. of that was so perfect well, for FIU. And that to me, I mean, were you troubled by that? Is that not troubling to you that they had to wait for the FIU game? Like that's what you have to wait for. Doesn't that? Aren't you concerned about that? I'm, I'm that there con- was doubt.
2: I, I, yes, I, I am concerned about it, but I also, I also view it as I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to look it down in the perspective of Hunter Yura check, I guess, where it's like of, of makes him sense for him. Yeah, it makes oh, sense totally for him. It makes sense for him. And as an athletic director, that's what you're supposed to do. But no, I agree with you yeah. as far as like. Yeah, if you were banking on that game, be like... Because here's the thing, if he, if he would have gotten... If they would have lost FIU, I sincerely doubt Hunter Urchek would have walked into the locker room and be like, hey guys, oh, by the way,
3: Sam Pittman's staying another year. It's like... No, there have been a lot, of, been a lot, lot like, of reflection and evaluation and, and board conversations. Yes, after that. Yes, yes. Would have been a lot of those. Yeah. But no, I, I'm with you on it. Um,
2: let's see. Asher Record Life fan feedback. Uh, I, I was making fun of Missouri, so people are coming after me about Missouri. That's fine. Why don't you think they're a rival? It's just, it's not that I don't think that, it, it depends, on, of course, on your definition of rival. Sure. And I've looked at it as, just from the beginning, it's just been such a forced thing that it's left me with a bad impression of it. And thats it's really hard to change. It's like a first impression thing. First impression was... <laughs> it's still sticking with you. Yes, it's like it's forced, it's been forced, there's been this made-up stuff, there hasn't been really a game of consequence. Because, say what you want about Arkansas LSU, which I'm not even sitting here saying Arkansas LSU was a rival in the way that I view rivalries. But at least at the end of the season, sometimes the winner of that game went to the SEC championship game. You know, sometimes the winner of that game went to the Sugar Bowl. So it's like there were games of consequences that added to the disdain and anger and the frustrations at the end of the year with a trophy game. But the Arkansas-Missouri game, more often than not, is kind of a game between two average football programs battling for
3: bowl placement, whether or not to go to the Liberty Bowl or the Music City Bowl. So it's the state of the programs and the and the fact that they asked david to make a a trophy for it that's what you're saying no like i don't because, mind the trophy part of it because and and i'm i'm genuinely curious because i was listening to the morning guys this morning justin moore feels the same way he's like yeah I, you know can't stand him, but really don't view him as a rival and i'm just curious because i started thinking about i was like what's the missing ingredient
4: here it's just one big plate of meh
3: yeah it's it, the missing but,
4: but think about it. i want let me,
3: let me throw the food on the table real quick okay geographically relevant. You recruit the same players. Yeah. So mm. you're recruiting battles all the time against these guys. Sometimes they get guys from your state and you get guys from their state. Yeah, mm. sometimes. you. They have a coach that is from Arkansas mm-hmm. that is, I mean, absolutely either acting or really the villain here. I can't really tell and I'm almost impressed by it mm. if it's an act or not. And, and, and constantly bashes Arkansas as many times as he can. Won't even say the name, yada, yada, yada. So... I sit there and think to myself, like, okay, there seems to be ingredients for this to to, for, to work, but it's just not working, and I, I don't know why. Because, again, I think it goes back to the game of consequence And they're beating for me. Arkansas all the time, too. I yeah. mean, that's, the, that's no. the other part. 100%. They're beating Arkansas consistently, and there's been some heartbreaking losses, too, mm-hmm. along the way for Razorback fans. And so I keep thinking, like, it'd be one thing if they weren't good at all, and right. you beat them all the time, you go, they're not relevant, I don't care, they're not good. But they're beating you. They have this coach from our state. It just feels like, man, what is missing here? And I guess maybe you're right. Maybe it is first impression. And that's what it is to me. At least to me. I can't speak for you everybody. Can't go, you can't go back in time and, and, and erase that memory of that trophy being
2: yeah, you know, and ushered
3: just, out there and, and, and the league saying, you're rivals now. Enjoy it. It's almost like an arranged marriage. Is exactly. that what you feel like? Yes, that's how yeah. it was.
2: Because no, ha- no Razorback fan worth their salt was happy when it's like, oh, sweet, we can play Missouri instead of LSU. Awesome. And nobody felt that, and so then when you roll out, be like, not only do all of y'all hate this, but we're gonna have a trophy for it too. We're gonna have a, or it's gonna be a is sponsor. It Was the, it the trophy? Is but that no, the
4: biggest
3: thing? It's the sponsored rivalry. I had a sponsor before we even played a game. They were ahead shelter of their, insurance. They were ahead of their time with that. Let's, let's be real. Hey, you, they were just like radio, baby. They're sponsoring everything they can. I in, know, right? but that's can't where, hate
2: on that. But again, it just where it comes from being just feeling manufactured is all, and yeah. it's and, and it's just the first impression that I have. But no, I'm with you, like. It, it should be there, right? It should be there. It should be there, it, right? It should be there, but, but both teams, I think both fan bases and oh, feel a lot of care. the same way.
3: You don't think they care about it a little bit? I think they enjoy I think they care more than Arkansas, Arkansas but I still yeah. think they're
2: going to hate Kansas more than Arkansas. Oh, oh
3: 100%. 100%. So that's where yeah, I'm yeah. at. It's no like, question.
2: Because to me, that's what a... When I say rivalry, I'm like when you think about the teams that a team will face on their schedule and they're circling the games they want to win, and first, if not almost always, is that rivalry game. It's like for Arkansas fans... I don't think that every year they're going to be circling the Missouri game as like, oh, that's the game I, we want to win first and foremost. Same thing with Missouri. I don't think they're going to be circling the Arkansas game. I think Arkansas would rather beat LSU, rather beat A&M, rather beat Ole Miss
3: each and every year Well, and than now beating Texas. Missouri. Texas. Yeah, and I then mean, Texas. Tex- yeah. Texas coming in, now you've got like my dad and his generation and your dad yes. like amped up and ready to renew that, at one point, rivalry. But again, what's weird about it is it feels like Arkansas in the rivalry world is left without a date to the dance. Mm-hmm. Because Texas has A&M. They do. And OU, even before yes. Arkansas. Yes. Uh, and and I know Arkansas had uh, much more hate for Texas back in the day, or as much sure. back in the 60s and 70s. But Absolutely. They have, they have bigger rivals. But now it's kind of, you know, it's yeah. it's moved on. Same thing with LSU. They, yeah. They hate Ole Miss and Bama more. And I would even say now, even Florida, that's a that's Yeah, a, a good, race. yeah. And that's okay.
2: And I've always told Razorback fans, just embrace, just hate everybody. That's right. Just like you don't like... It's a sport like...
3: built on hate, John. Yes, it exactly. really is. Yes,
2: Arkansas already has a mentality of us against the
3: world anyways. So hate makes you relevant. That's right. If teams hate you, that means you're winning. That's right. Oh, and probably loud about it. Mm-hmm. So but I not even think about this. Like, at least like, Tennessee plays Vanderbilt
2: at the end of the year. So, you know, is that... I mean, they're in the same state, but I don't think either of them views it as a rivalry. You know what I'm saying?
3: No, so, just, you know, a couple of moments in the late 90s where that, that was it, though. Yeah, but... It was, that, yeah, It's like a... We had a fling. Mm -hmm. It's like Georgia-Georgia Tech. Like, yeah, I guess it's a rivalry, but they're just so far and apart. I was about to say, at this point, I think it would take Georgia Tech being good for that to mean. mean Yeah, and
2: that's never going to happen.
3: Uh, Also, from the Asher Record Life and feedback, uh, again, talking about
2: Missouri. uh, Again, a lot of those came in. But uh, also, Jordan says, John, love your show and podcast. I've heard you speak about KJ not going pro if he declares for the draft. Can you elaborate on this if you're basing on speculation or on just how this season has gone or his overall college career performance? I feel that Dan Enos dead in the KJ we used to see uh, by changing things in play calling that didn't fit the style of offense. KJ is, uh, had been used to running with, before Bryles, and Rocket seemed to get hurt to keep him from having to play for Dan Enos. I mean, I don't know what KJ's going to do, but... Again, as long as he doesn't transfer out to like an SEC rival, that would be the worst thing ever. He's not, but he's not going to get drafted. He's not going to be, he's not going to go pro. Now he could go try to go pro and maybe sign a free agent deal, but he's not going to get drafted. And if you're Arkansas, do you keep KJ or do you want to move on from KJ? you want to give Criswell the, the keys? You want
3: to have him be the guy? Or do you go to the portal? I think it's whatever the new OC decides.
2: That's that's, that's, that's a, going to be
3: it. ultimate arbiter, right? Well, and, and Coach Pittman. Yeah. But if you're Coach Pittman, if you're bringing in an offensive coordinator who's worth anything, mm-hmm. you're probably having to hand over the keys to the car and saying, it's all yours. Yes. I'm not going to meddle. I'm not going to touch it. I will just be here for support. Yeah, because that's what
2: Sam Pittman, say what you want about him, but he's done that with every one of his coaches, whether it's to his you know detriment or to his... Uh, the positive side of things, but he when he hires a coach, he's like, "Hey, I'm giving you a job. You do it, and I'll be over here if you need me." Type of thing. But I think it's impacted him in some negativeness too. And also, uh, nil Mike says uh, Pittman sounded excited about the nil. Did Jerry Jones make a move? I saw he rekindled with Jimmy Johnson recently, so maybe maybe he's feeling feeling good. Well, I don't think that's the case. I don't think it, I, that's the thing I, I do life Is
3: everyone's like, "Ah, oh, just call Jerry up. Just have him write a check." Uncle Jerry's there. Yeah, have him write a check he's written a lot of those <laughs> jeez yeah i'm sure i hope i would hope he has a some form of uh direct wire transfer to the u of a at this point he's given so much money i know but at the same time though
2: it's like jerry jones did not become the amazing success successful businessman that he did by making dumb financial decisions by writing stupid checks so, so i mean i just i just feel like you know it you're saying, saying, he's it all, you're right? saying but,
3: donating to the university is a is it
2: an unwise financial decision? I think constantly having to do coaching John buyouts. Campbell here. I think constantly just being like, oh, you want to buy a coach out? Just call Jerry. And he's like, I don't want to give fire coaches money. It's like, I have to well, do that, that
3: enough. I, I would agree with you. That, that to me, would not be something I, I think you call him for. You call him to pay for good players. Yes. To come to your school. Yes. Yeah, that's. I think he'd be more apt to do that. I would hope so. Yeah. And I hope or he's good involved. Coaches. Or good coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just get all the, the like the like get John Daly he's got money you know have him just get all the rich people. It sounds that you can so thank.
3: easy, but I know it's not. You know, I think rich rich people become rich because they don't give away. A lot exactly, of money. that's
2: what I'm saying. They yeah. don't do dumb things. Like everyone's like, oh, they got Walmart up there. Walmart does not donate as much to the university athletic department as people think. Now they donate to the university academics, but they just don't write checks to the athletic department like people think that they do. I mean, you, you just.
4: Got to remember that. Heck, it took a while to get their signage in the football stadium, didn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, and he had to go to Bud Walton himself to be able to donate. It wasn't Walmart. It was Bud Walton's own money that donated to make the Bud Walton Arena work. Uh, Ryan's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan?
5: I always talking about the Missouri game. The, uh, I, I do believe it is absolutely a rivalry in basketball. Uh, okay. 100%. But I do, I do think uh, the one missing ingredient in this rivalry. I understand it's manufactured, and I'm like everybody else now. How y'all feel about it? But I feel like the one ingredient that is missing out of this is Arkansas winning the game in this this air quote rivalry. We won't, we haven't won yet a game that we weren't supposed to, or we weren't. You know, we're not. We, we haven't we haven't played spoiler yet. Let's put it that way. And I think if I think if uh, we do that Friday, and again, not predicting that. I'm just, you know, we're just talking here. I do think that goes, I think that adds to that and makes this more of a rivalry. But I I do 100% 100 believe this is a rivalry in basketball. Uh, That's my thoughts. hope you all have a great day, and go Hogs.
2: I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. See, I don't even see a rivalry in basketball. I mean, I think that there was when Mike Mike Anderson, but that was more of the Mike Anderson angle, not Missouri. Like, right now, I don't
3: think Arkansas-Missouri right now is here. Yeah, it was personal
2: when Mike Anderson was involved. Now
3: that he's not, it's... Why did we fight again?
2: Yeah, it's like, like both people are, have moved on. It's like they got Dennis Gates and you got Eric Musselman. Like Arkansas basketball rivalries now, I think, is more so. Kentucky, Bama has definitely become one. Auburn's a little bit more of one too. And that's that's kind of
3: pretty much it. I mean, basketball rivalries, you know, I think they're just not as frequent too. No, yeah, they're and, not. They're, and they're more, inter, inter, but they're more interstate connected. Yeah, yeah, you know that basketball seems to thrive on that more than anything. It's Louisville and Kentucky. Right. You know, it's Duke and UNC, obviously. Uh mm-hmm. Kansas and K State. You know, it just feels like now I know Kansas and Mizzou's a bigger basketball rivalry. Right. But I know there's some good good basketball rivalries out there. It just seems like football has more there's bit a bigger reach. Yes.
4: Arkansas, Texas yes.
3: was a good basketball rivalry yeah. for a while. Yeah. But yeah, it's still just not the But like you guys same. said, it's fluid.
4: Mm-hmm. It
3: kind of comes and goes with the personnel who are involved.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Whereas football Hates there to stay.
2: Yeah, it doesn't right matter way. who the coach is. it not right. matter who the quarterback is,
3: yeah. Your favorite team is your team, and then anyone who plays blank. Yeah, and okay.
2: that's why I've always felt like Arkansas and Kentucky and basketball have always been a perfect fit for rivalry. I know Arkansas went that stretch where they weren't as relevant as Kentucky, for sure, but I think it's kind of come back a little bit. And I think it's because you have big-time coaches with big-time personalities that have a lot of good games that go up against each other. And the, let's be honest, the fan bases, basketball-wise, are pretty similar. Arkansas and Kentucky. Like, Kentucky's the better program. I'm very, not trying to d- d- but disagree. Not,
3: but I think there's a lot of res- even though there's a there lot is. of animosity, there's a lot respect. of respect there between is. the two fan bases. I've heard from Kentucky fans who say, always appreciate Arkansas basketball. It, it's a state that understands it. Yes. Because of the history of the program, 100%. the success of the program. And so I think it kind of goes, like, hey, w- when it's game day, we're going to hate each other. <laughs> but respect your program you respect ours and that's i think it's healthy well that's why i talked to to the healthy hate yeah because i talked to the
2: kentucky sports radio guys that uh, at SEC media days and we we discussed that very thing and he's like they're like oh we you know we hate auburn and hate alabama these new fan bases that just discovered they had basketball about a few years ago and he's like we hate arkansas too but it's again it's a respect thing because it's like yeah you guys know what good basketball is and elite basketball is like you you understand it you understand what matters is not because SEC regular Nolan, season titles Eddie. Yes. yes what yes. matters is what you do yeah. in March Madness what you do in the tournament that's what matters forget all the rest of the stuff but that's where these Auburn and Bama fans are new to basketball they're like oh check out our banner for the SEC regular season title sweet you lost in the second round while other teams are going to the Elite Eight it's like That's what matters. Who cares about your SEC regular season time? Those are football schools anyway. Exactly my point. Uh, Let's try to keep it moving here. Big Ron's on the line. What's up, Big Ron?
5: Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing great. Um, Yeah, I was calling in about K.J. Jefferson. I think he's gone.
2: Okay.
5: Yeah, I think there's something. I don't know. I think he's over. It doesn't look like he's ready to play. Something about him and Jacoby uh, Chris. Well, I just
3: don't trust. I'm just gonna hang up and list. Okay, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, and honestly, it—I it, don't even think it would be that big of a deal. No, I, I think that, yeah, obviously, you don't want him to transfer to <laughs> Ole Miss or LSU or you know, a, an in-in conference rival. But I mean, he's done so much for the program, and I just he's, holds all the records. Yeah, I would think that it would—it would just be like, okay, hey. We appreciate you. We hope you appreciate your time here. Wish you Best of luck unless you play Arkansas that one game. Yes, which I hope it doesn't happen. Because, right. again, I've, I love KJ.
2: I still to this day love KJ, and I love what he's done. I, I'm not saying that he is zero to blame for the lack of success this year, but I love how sometimes people just forget the last two years
3: and his success when he was on the field. Yeah. like Maybe he tries to rekindle it with Browse. Yeah, it goes down to TCU. Maybe. It's a program that went to a national championship two years ago, or would be two years yeah. ago. so or I
2: don't know. Maybe Brawls goes somewhere else. It awesome. could, could happen there too. Uh, also, the Asher Record Life and Feedback says uh, Reed says I don't care who told you or what you saw. We are absolutely not top five in the NIL. We might as well. We might be as far as number of athletes, but we are if we are nowhere close as far as total money, and it's not even close. Okay, Reed, <laughs> what are you basing that on exactly? It's like because I've actually seen numbers and you haven't. So in your face. Also, Farrell Hog says, John, by your standards, Arkansas does not have a rival. No other program cares to beat Arkansas, not LSU, not Texas. It's all one side from Arkansas' side. Texas and LSU ain't worried about playing Arkansas or circling the Arkansas game. If anything, we're circled as a guaranteed win. Only team uh, that wants to beat Arkansas is Missouri, LOL. I think that's my point, is that they don't have a true rival in football, and that's okay. You don't have to. Just hate everybody equally. That's fine. Be that little brother that people will view you as, but then come up and beat them because you take the game a lot more seriously because that's what happened to LSU a lot of times. They didn't take that game as seriously as Arkansas did, and Arkansas would beat them a lot of times when they weren't supposed to. I think there was an element to that. Uh, let's see. We'll uh, squeeze in one more phone call, and then we'll take a break because we got to get what's training in world sports. Go to David. What's up, David?
5: Holy cow, I took a phone call while y'all had me on hold. I thought there's no way I'll be back on the – you know, get on the air here. and Here I am on the air. So that's awesome. Um, so I thought about, uh, you know, with Jimbo Fisher – he wasn't a bad coach. In fact, he you know going to win nine games this year, but they're firing him anyway. And with the NIL, it doesn't make sense to me. With seventy-seven million dollars, how many players do you think they could buy with seventy-seven million dollars in NIL? Well, I mean, it really doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, why they, not just keep them and use that money?
2: Well, because I mean, they did spend twenty-five million dollars on athletes last year out of high school and recruiting. And so they have well, enough talent. there. got a non win. I know, but they haven't
5: well, got a non win.
2: But they're winning a national championship down there at A and M because they've been signing number one recruiting classes. Like they've been having the talent uh-huh. to win a national championship, but they haven't. But A and M's got stupid money. Like ridiculous amount A&M of money. money. So yeah. I mean it's yeah. not going to bother them at all.
5: No, yeah, and yeah, I, I agree. Oh and by the way, you know, Jerry Jones earns enough in interest uh, to fund our NIL without spending any of his own money, you know? So I I think, you know, they've come out and they've said they're going to change the way they do NIL. And maybe the big boys like Jerry Jones and some other folks are going to pony up and get some players. I mean, well, I guess just wait and see, but I'm hoping so because otherwise we're going to be left, you know, at the bottom. And I don't want that to have to raise back. Y'all got a great
2: show. Hey, thanks, Dave. Appreciate you calling in, man. I mean, again, it's
5: it's just about, like,
2: I understand everyone's opinion on this, but it comes down to this. I think we can all agree. This year, coaching is what is the problem. I and mean, if you just would have won two, maybe three more games, we're not even having a conversation right now.
6: The
3: uh, I mean, anger shifts from coaches to league office for the scheduling. incredibly tough four-game stretch, which I don't think I've seen. I, I mean, I went back. Nineteen ninety eight was the last time they had three straight road games and one of them was non conference. Yes. Not four straight non conference. So I mean that was a that was a pretty valid excuse and but if you lose to BYU and then you lose to Mississippi State and then all of a sudden that excuse goes out the door.
2: And not only that, but four straight against the top four teams in the SEC West. That's right.
3: Just <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, it's not an
2: excuse. I'm not saying it is, but good grief, are they? Man. Are they
3: is, is next year? Make good for that? Do you think? When you looked at that I schedule, I think so. I it think looked that like a make good. That and from the COVID year when they're like, yeah, hey, just give you Georgia and Florida. Yeah, it looks like next year with was it five straight? Uh, how many how many straight at home do the Razorbacks get? I don't think they've come out with the dates for those games okay, just yet. Okay, okay, yeah. It's just other than the non-conference. Okay, but taking out Bama, yes. You know, I think that play some it's the Texas. It's a good start. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, at least they're trying to do something. Right, <laughs> but oh, Hunter is uh, banging on that league office and holding up a sign that says four straight at home.
2: Let's <laughs> certainly hope so. We got more out of bounds coming up next on Trigger Tuesday. Stay with us.
6: Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies.
7: 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac.
0: Sports Center.
8: The Thanksgiving week in pro and college football got started last night with a Super Bowl rematch as the Philadelphia Eagles go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs 21-17. The Eagles improved to 9-1 overall. The Chiefs dropped to 7-3. Kansas City had a 10-point advantage in the half. The Eagles erased that outscoring Kansas City 14-0 in the second frame of the game. Jalen Hurts was 14-22 for for 150 yards, but he ran for for two touchdowns, DeAndre Swift also found the end zone as well. Tonight, the week in college football begins as there is Maction on a Tuesday. First at 6 o'clock on ESPNU, Bowling Green looks to get to 7-5 and five against Western Michigan. Then at 6.30 on ESPN2, Eastern Michigan looks to become bowl eligible as they take on Buffalo. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network
6: while you were busy rolling back your clock, Guatney Chevrolet was rolling back Black Friday inventory to pre-COVID prices to create their biggest Black Friday sale ever. For 2023, opening at 7 a.m. with free breakfast, Guatney Chevrolet's Black Friday sale is not factory authorized. 2023 diesel Silverados, over 6,500 off MSRP. 2024 Silverados starting under 40 grand. All 2023 Equinox in stock, up to 3,250 off MSRP. Yet no payments for 180. In 20 days. But wait, there's more. During Guatney's Black Friday sale, every new or used car sold includes a $250 gift card plus an entry for a $1,000 grand prize drawing. Everyone's a winner during Guatney Chevrolet's Black Friday sale. Doors open at 7 a.m. Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 T.P. White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501 982 2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new routes. All authors with proof credit. Doc number 247
9: This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Bill Bryson calls Thanksgiving the most wonderful holiday, as it remains a pure holiday, largely unsullied by commercialization. It involves no greeting cards, no trees to trim, no decorations to find, no presents to buy. At Thanksgiving, all you do is sit at a table and try to get your stomach into the shape of a beach ball as you watch football and it gives you an official occasion to give thanks for all those things for which you should be thankful all of us are blessed beyond what we deserve double b's is here when you need a corn dog to give you a break from the turkey stop by at one of our thirty four arkansas locations for a snack drink or tank of gas double b's is thankful for you my friends double b's it's where you gas it grab it and go that's Double Bees.
5: com
7: guadney chevrolet is arkansas's number one chevy dealer they've been in business 60 plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff give them a call at 501-982-2102 or make a trip to the gregory street exit in jacksonville shop them online at chevrolet.com guadney chevrolet's annual black friday sales event is back guadney chevrolet is going old school black friday for 2023 It's been a few years, but this year the doors are opening early at 7 a.m. with breakfast served. Get a variety of new Chevrolets with pre-COVID prices. Guatney's Black Friday sale is not factory authorized. Guatney Chevrolet is offering no payments for 120 days, so that's going to take you into 2024. 2023 Silverado with diesel engine, over $6,500 off. 2024 Silverado starting under $40,000. All 2023 Equinox on the lot up to 3250 off. It's Black Friday at Whitney Chevrolet.
0: Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hog's Meat Market, the Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson off the zone read, play action pumps once, looking deep. Tesla at the goal line, complete touchdown Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? On 1037 The Buzz. Out of Bounds
2: here on a Trigger Tuesday, and we know a lot of sporting events are going to be happening over the next few days for the Thanksgiving weekend. So why don't you start winning some money on these sporting events with Bet Saracen? Because right now, if you go on the Bet Saracen app, they have odds on all of your favorite games happening tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every single day, they have different specials to choose from. And right now, if you're really needing a little Razorback flavor, how about this from Bet Saracen? They got the Arkansas plus 7.5 against Missouri. I was a little surprised to see it that low, to be honest. But if you're feeling Arkansas is going to come out and play hard for Sam Pittman, win the game, and get on that, as well as the over of 54.5 points, I may flirt with that vote a little bit. not saying Arkansas would win, but I could see it being close. See if I could feel a goal game. Plus 275 with Bet Saracen. But also Razorback basketball starting up tomorrow night. A lot of people forget about that. The battle for Atlantis is going to be happening against Stanford. They also have the double-R prop plays for that game already up and you also have some Red Wolves love at plus 2.5 and, and the over 53.5 total points against Marshall. So that's just for the games here in Arkansas. But if you want to get involved on in the NFL, you want to get involved with the NBA, college basketball, no matter what it is, they got it with Beth Sarasen. So download the app today and go on your iPhone or your Android and download it. It's as simple as that. It's free to join and it's very easy to put your money in and withdraw your money. And also, you can go online to BetSaracin.com and bet that way, too. It's the best app in the state, hands down, bar none. Nobody comes close. So don't worry about downloading all those lesser apps. Download the best app. It's BetSaracin. And head over to BetSaracin.com. It's Trigger Tuesday. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, Todd Pierce, and the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you this afternoon. Been talking a lot of... Razorback football. In fact, that's pretty much all we've been talking about. Did you get a chance to watch the Monday Night Football game last night?
3: I watched a little bit of it, yes. Uh fantastic game, and I believe that the Chiefs not making a move at the deadline
1: mm-hmm.
3: to try and obtain a wide receiver that is a bit more reliable. Um, not to overreact on one game, because they still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. For and sure. Andy Reid is still one great. of the best coaches in, in the league, but... It is interesting that it's not one game of drops. It's not two games. It's been consistent throughout the season.
4: They and, lead the league.
3: Yeah, yeah that's and that's. And they had a big one last night. And that way. And again, that's an overreaction. When you oh, say, yeah. "Oh my gosh, they," They're, but I think at the I was surprised they didn't make a move at the deadline and just try to find somebody out there who was right. on the block and and find someone sure-handed. Look. They're defending champs. Do they need to win? No. But they have an opportunity to win another Super Bowl. Their defense, I mean, their defense, ladies and gentlemen. We've talked about their offense for years. Their defense is incredible. Really good. They have a front four that can get to the quarterback without having to send extra guys. They've drafted high and well. Okay, they got guys like Leo Chennault, Mm-hmm. First team all Big Ten at linebacker. George Karlaftis. Come on, Todd, help me. Karlaftis, Karlaftis yep. thank you. do not of good
4: And then the kid they got from Kansas State at the end of the first round. Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. No, they have drafted high and and wisely at that position. I think that their defense is championship caliber. I think their offense still is because they have Mahomes. Right. But it's just surprising they didn't say, hey, we know what it looks like. Why didn't we add one more piece here instead of trading for Mark uh, who's it? Uh, MBS again? Valdez, Scantling, who I think mm-hmm. dropped the pass last night. He they didn't. went. They went back to their well instead of going and trying to get someone who's a little bit more of a playmaker. They went with someone who's more familiar instead of fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think that and,
4: and he's that was interesting. And then yeah. Hands.
3: Hey, I would still bet them in the AFC. They're probably still going to be at home if they're at home. If they get the one seed, yeah, they're the favorite still. Yeah. No, I'm with
2: you. Yeah. I'm with you. So we'll use that as part of the uh, what's training in the world sports. Let's get into it.
0: What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of
2: sports? Mentioned the NFL game last night, a little Super Bowl matchup, or rematch, I should say. Between the Chiefs and Eagles, and this is the first time the Eagles have beaten the Chiefs since Andy Reid has been the head coach, and they win 21-17 to in this one. I mean, it was an entertaining game, no doubt about it, but uh, I don't know. It's like people keep asking who's the number one team, who's the best team in the NFL. I feel like it's a few teams that you can make the argument for, but definitely the Eagles, man. 9-1, first team I think that has gone back-to-back years, starting 9-1 and
3: one since the 05 and 06 Colts, I believe, so it's been a while. They're... That is a long. They're looking good. Quite a long time. No, they they've got a great offensive line, but it was really the run game last night that I was impressed with. You know, I mean, Hertz is fantastic, obviously, and having a week off. Let's not discount that. The week off helps. Definitely helped them, and they needed to get healthy in a couple positions. They did, and. They looked rested and ready, and they ran the ball extremely well.
2: What do you think of Jalen Carter almost coming up with that uh, that interception? That would have been the greatest interception of all time. Hey, when I, it was on a spike, and he just dove, dove in. That would have been really funny. I tell you what, away.
3: offensive offensive rooms now are you know going to be reminding their quarterbacks about that because mm-hmm. just we never seen it. You know, I mean, it, the idea to even try it, and then I started thinking, I was like, can he do that? I guess I mean, so. Technically, you can,
2: and it technically would be because, an
3: interception because it, it's seen differently, right? Like mm-hmm. a spike is not intentional grounding, even though it could be. But the intent—it's clearly—it's a spike. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can he intercept that? I guess so. I mean, I didn't realize that if you can fumble the ball
2: behind you, right. on a spike, Auburn. Auburn, yeah,
3: well, you know, clear, immediate recovery,
4: and it no, does nonsense. Count as a passing attempt. Yeah, that's what no, I mean. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. why I
3: wasn't sure if it was even allowed. If it's not a passing attempt, and you and it's not considered an intentional grounding. Can you intercept the spike? I didn't. Yeah. I, I would imagine the whole thing was, well, we didn't think it was possible, so we didn't think to even include that in the rule.
2: Because if he would have caught it, they would have been like, oh, geez. Now what do we what? do? Yeah, what do we do here?
4: Walt yeah, Coleman! Exactly. Yeah, call man. That's Walt what
3: I <laughs> Yep,
2: and then uh, I'm sure the call would uh, go perfectly smooth and everybody would agree with it, too. That's right. Uh, but also, with the Steelers in the NFL, they have officially moved on from their offense coordinator, Matt Canada, of course, we know he used to be at LSU in a college football playoff or college football Uh, uh, offensive coordinator, but Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Steelers, said, quote, I did not come to this decision lightly, to be really transparent with you. This is my role to absorb and protect those that I work with, and it doesn't feel like that. Obviously, I'm not interested in assigning blame or deflecting in any way. I got a lot of respect for Matt, personally and professionally. It was not easy, but I thought it was necessary. This is a results-oriented business, and to be short, the improvements were not rapid enough or consistent enough for us to proceed. So there you go.
3: Well, I wish Joe was here to touch on this, but I did talk to him about Canada a couple times, and he was telling me he didn't think he would fire him in midseason only because it's not Tomlin's nature. Historically, he doesn't right. do that. He lets his coaches finish out. It's just part of his his process. So firing a midseason is awfully telling in terms of how he felt about the direction of the offense. And also, they're at a tipping point. I mean, they're a borderline wildcard team right now. Yeah. So they're either going to continue to trend that direction or fall off the cliff and I guess he saw we're not trending in the right direction so I can't wait this
2: time. Yeah, it must have been so to the point to where he could no longer wait. He could not no, no longer just not worry about firing people mid-season. It was that bad. So yeah, they, got a, they had to make a move and that's the move that they decided to make. You know, we talked about yesterday too that Zach Wilson was benched for the Jets and not only was he benched but he's also been officially moved to the third string as, jeez, they're going with Tim Boyle as being the starter but the also second string. Trevor Simeon, they oh. just, he just got signed to the active roster from the practice squad oh, and will serve God. as Boyle's backup. On all Friday. right, it's over. Zach Wilson will never play another snap for the New York Jets. It's over. And I, and it's the thing. I like Robert Sala. I really do. I still want him as coach. I'm not saying anything like that. But him continuing to come out and talk about Zach Wilson, and now he's actually not bad, guys. He's actually okay. He's doing all right. No, he's not. And this shows you right here that's like, okay, finally, you – you see what everyone else is seeing. He's not good.
3: He can't play, like, at all.
2: So, well,
3: and so frustrating. It, it, it's been the team, not the coaches, right. that have kind of echoed that sentiment. Remember last year? Uh, who was it that came in? It wasn't Heineke. It was the other guy, um, the other quarterback. I feel like the morning show right now asking questions that I don't know the answers to. Um, it was the other quarterback that was on the roster that came in last year, played ex- Mike White. Mike White, Excuse yeah. Me. Mike White came in played extremely well. They they wore the t shirts right after his first start where he won. Yeah. Said Mike White is my QB and everyone was like, All right, it's over. Zach Wilson's done. Aaron Rodgers comes in and says, No, I like the kid. I'll I'll, I'll tutor him. I'll be you know be kind of a, a mentorship to him, which he had never done in Green Bay, mm. by the way. And then Aaron basically constructed the rest of the rosters the rest of the offensive roster. And now they're doing it without Aaron after the injury. So their offense is in flux because they let one man, a player, come in and kind of dictate who they would add?
2: Why do you think Aaron Rodgers did that? I my theory is is he's like this kid sucks, no threat,
3: <laughs> and no, I, I know he's I, not a threat. And so I
2: yeah, I like him. him. I think I, he likes him. I like him because I know that if something happens to me, which it did, this kid's going to come in and be like, my goodness, he's awful. We we desperately need Aaron Rodgers back, please.
3: <laughs> Certainly no threat, but I also think part of it was I think Aaron the the moxie or uh, maybe you could actually call it more like cockiness. Yes, Zach Wilson. Has I think Aaron saw a lot of that in him. It was kind of like, hey, it's like a younger version of me, but obviously not as talented. Yes. But maybe I could help this kid along. They drafted him high enough. If they dump him right now and get rid of him, it's a wasted pick of number two overall. So, yeah, I think there was probably... There was a feeling that like Zach Wilson would not even play, though. That's that's what it comes yeah, down he to. he should have never been in he, this yeah, situation. exactly. He so, should have never been, but I think still... But number he, three... Dude, this is starting to mirror a little bit what Robert Flores was doing with Tua down in Miami before he was... Shown yeah. the exit where that whole situation was in flux. Now, two is much better than Zach Wilson. But the, just the way he handled it mm-hmm. was, wait, you're pulling him, then you're starting him, and now it's the same thing with Zach Wilson. It's like, wait, now he's third? How can you go from first to third string? Yeah, especially when just a week ago, oh, he's good. Yeah, he's exactly. Fine. It, no. that, hey, it goes back to Hunter check, right? Yeah,
2: that's right. When you publicly say something, to do all of a know? sudden
3: people question your... Uh, Comes back
2: to your valuation, you. That's yeah, right. Better who, wait until you're sure. And they're going to hold it against you. They're going to hold it against you. Definitely. So that, that's what's trending in the world of sports. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we get to more of your phone calls and messages. Get your Razor Hog update. And keep it moving here on a Trigger Tuesday. Stay with us. Oh, no.
1: Arkansas Brewski's is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewski's North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewski's North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewski's Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskispubandgrub.com. Bruskes, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late
4: night. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires: up to one hundred forty dollars instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service, too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned.
2: I'll have a margarita.
4: Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com radio. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com radio. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com radio for Bartesian's best deal ever only at bartesian.com slash radio
1: jackalope cycling is passionate about the arkansas outdoors
0: Don't miss Provember and Lowe's. Save $80 on a Dewalt Combo Kit and save $20 on a 5-gallon pail of HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams All-Purpose Power Primer. Plus, MVP's members earn three times the bonus points on DeWalt and HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams Products. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Wall supplies last. Selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before tax and fees after applicable discounts of any value through 1122 Subject to change.
4: Dell's
8: Black Friday event is
4: their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13. Engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra sharp monitors, and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at Dell.com deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's Dell.com slash deals.
1: This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment, Check out River City Flooring in Montmel at their huge new showroom
0: on Maumel Boulevard just off 4.30. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house. With the best of meats in the business, Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off play action, going to throw a little screen pass left side, has completed the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. Lucas from 11 yards out, and Arkansas is a PAT away from time. On 103.7 The Buzz.
3: Oh, you know about it, Chris game. Oh, do I know? You know about this. Oh, my gosh. When I saw you post, they're coming. To, it was Northwest Arkansas? They're coming to the, the amp. amp.
2: Yep. Yep. I'm going.
3: Oh, I know. I know. And I think even Musk tweeted back like, all right. Yeah, he said i will see you there. Yeah,
2: let's do it. Yep. Oh, that's, that is funny. I don't care what anybody says. So, it's funny, a little quick story
3: about Creed, for those wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Um <laughs> you should have seen John Neighbor's face ladies and gentlemen when I this was, song came on he just I knew he lit up I knew he lit up
2: nothing more uplifting than the song higher That's right but so my brother when we were growing up as kids he was I think I'm trying to think of what what age he was he's probably I think I was 10 or 11 and he was probably 13 14 really getting into the music scene mm-hmm. this was his favorite band by far yeah. his Creed Had uh, the Human Clay album.
3: Oh, I remember that one. Yes, I think I did, too. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yes. Watching the music videos on uh, MTV Video Wake Up and TRL. Back
3: in my day, that's how we used to watch videos.
2: Hey, listen, I don't want to be that old guy, but I'm telling you right now, there was kids these days will never know how cool it was to watch music videos. That's right. Like waking up in the morning and then coming home from school and seeing TRL, Carson Daly on there, talking about the the top ten. Back
3: when this country was great.
2: That's right. And then it all went to, you know what, after that, so... (laughs) I love it though. I don't care. What Have you noticed
3: how many times the morning show says that on a daily basis? It's amazing. They should rename the show to that. <laughs> Back
2: when like, this country was great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it should just be named. Forget Morning Mayhem. Back when this
4: country was great. That
3: would be it. I love it.
4: Yes, because it would yeah. it would be all encompassing and make total sense. Yes. Either that or just make it the tagline for the show. Morning Mayhem. Back when this country was that's great. right.
3: Mm-hmm. Basil was opining the other day about pencil sharpening, and I think they oh reached. My gosh. They reached peak. Old at that point when he was like, and he Thank talked about it too. Day. He talked about it, too, and it was so great. He was like, "Ah, oh, remember the smell of pencil sharpeners?" <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, it was great. It was. It was like, "Oh wow, we're going there. Yeah, we're going we're there. there. We're,
2: we're there. there. We're there." I don't. I can't. Even, well, I don't even remember the last time I've used a pencil sharpener. I can't even remember the last time I used a pencil. Like, I'm being honest. I've got little kids, so they, well, they say, use yeah, it for different. school. Yeah. It's so I do point, not. Yes. I do not. So yeah, I'm more of the. Pen and, and Rowdy
3: doesn't use one, so I mean,
2: no, he does not. Yeah, no, he yeah. does not. He just probably, probably yeah, I'm just right, eat it. Yeah, uh-huh. and then I have to take him to the I, don't, I feel like pencil lead is probably not good for dogs. Wouldn't think to eat it. Lead poisoning, and not that a thing? It, they put oh boy, here we go. Now we're getting really dangerous. I'm Here I am Googling, do they still put
3: lead in pencils?
2: Okay, well, you do that. I'm going to tell you about Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart because I'm sure that's a lot more important anyways because it is hunting season, folks. Speaking of lead and bullets. That's right. they got plenty of them there at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Hunting season is officially here, and we know that you need to get all that you need to get ready for your best hunting outing yet. And they got plenty of things available when it comes to all things hunting, like, for instance, a vast selection of deer rifles, high-quality scopes, rifle ammo, and deer scent, everything that you need to bag that buck this hunting season. So just head down to Stuttgart, or you can also visit them online at maxpw.com. That's M A C K S P W.com. You can take advantage of the same amazing deals online that you can in store. And the best part about it is that you can enjoy free shipping of $99 or more. So no matter what it is, no matter how much you're buying, It's free shipping right to your door if you spend over $99. Just sign up for that newsletter to receive those exclusive offers, those news and those updates to enhance your hunting experience. And we know that the hunt will always begin right here at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, where they're passionate about helping you make this deer season the best one yet. It's Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. Happy hunting.
3: All right, I have an update. Give us to it. Breaking news. And I, I, I thought this was the case. Lead pencils do not contain any lead. Never did. The lead actually is a mixture of graphite and clay, more graphite, the softer and darker the point.
2: Well, now I'm now I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's like, this whole time I thought it was lead. It's actually graphite. <laughs> I should have probably known that too.
3: Yes. So okay. uh, yeah, not used in pencils.
2: I, I think back to some of this. Again, we just got a few minutes. We're mailing it in for this hour, anyways. Um, I think back just to like this hour. Yeah, just, yeah. It's Thanksgiving getting closer. <laughs> That's right. Um, Holiday week. Like they they trusted like me with rubber cement. Like you had to buy rubber cement. What? Yeah, in school? Yeah, did you ever have to buy rubber cement? Not that I remember. Yeah.
3: Did you talk? Did you have to buy rubber cement? I don't ever recall having. Oh,
2: dude, yeah. What I, school did you go to? Butterfield Trail Elementary School in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. We, had no, we, we had no walls. We had no walls. We had no walls. What? Yeah. What does that even mean no walls? The class there was no classrooms. It was just one big room and you had chalkboards and stuff that separated all the rooms.
3: Yeah. How what, what were the grades? What was the, How did this work? K oh. through 6? Wait a second. Yeah. Everybody was connected? Mm-hmm. This sounds like, Todd, what are we dealing with here? I know. It's,
2: it's
6: like, this,
4: why this, did it take this, you so long to concept concept school math?
6: Yeah. yeah. It yeah. sounds
2: like some concept school. What's well, well, now listen to it. Now, they did have a separate room for the cafeteria, you know, and then a separate room for doesn't the count. principal's doesn't office. Count. Doesn't yeah. Count. No, but classrooms themselves were all just separated by chalkboards and stand ups and like cabinets.
3: You You went to a school with no walls.
2: That's what I said. No and,
3: school, no walls. And it was K through six. That's right. So everybody was in the same room. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. That,
2: like when I went to middle school the next year in sixth grade, I guess it was K through five because middle school became a thing. Went to McNair Middle School. I'm like, wait a minute, there's rooms. <laughs> like we have we like we have a door that shuts, and you don't have to hear all the other teachers teaching at the same time.
4: And I have to go to another room for another class. Mm-hmm.
3: How does this? Fun- I, my wife's a teacher. I I cannot wait to ask her how this would yeah. work and function. It, I, it, if, if they it might give her anxiety just listening to it.
2: If they didn't already demolish it and build a new school that does have rooms, I would uh, be able to show you. Maybe there's some old pictures that I can show. But yeah, it was it was wild, man. It was wild.
3: Clearly, did you stay the whole time? You K through six, yeah. And then you went to a new school, yeah. So you went six years, pretty much, yeah, without walls. Well, K through five, yeah, through yeah, five. without wow. walls, just. Is out. That school still the same way?
2: No, that's what I'm saying. It got demolished oh, and they built done. a new oh, one. sorry,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I haven't been listening because I've been so shocked. I'm trying to process a school with six grade levels without walls, where you just put a chalkboard in between each one.
2: Listen, we can call Ronnie Brewer because Ronnie went to the same school with hey, me while really? I was there. Yeah, and we talked. We had some fun with him when I talked to him up when I was in favour. I was like, even though we may not, we have. I'm great that we have a U of A graduate and athlete on the Razorback staff, but I'm also happy that we have a Fayetteville Bulldog as well as a Woodland Junior High Cowboy and also a Butterfield Trail Elementary School Bronco. There you go.
1: There you but go. But yeah,
2: so ask, yeah, if you ever get in touch with Ronnie, ask Ronnie, be like, dude, the elementary school you went to, Fayetteville, did it have
4: walls? will so, tell you all So it, it went
3: so poorly, they, they not only, you know, disassociated the school, they demolished it. Yes. They, they left no, no trace of evidence that the right. school
2: existed. Because like they were like, you know what? This probably isn't the best way of doing an elementary Everyone's school. Everyone's talking over each other. hmm So, yeah, if, te- if it, like this class next to you got in trouble, you, you like by the teacher, you heard it, and you're like, jeez, what, now, what happened over there? It's like everybody was in each other's business. What a crazy concept. I'm telling you. Maybe, uh, that's, maybe that's... I'm going to blame that for the
3: reason why it took me so long to graduate college. You know, I wasn't going to say it explains a lot, because but I don't want to be... Does. It I, does. I I wasn't going to say... You said it. hmm It does. You said it. If that's... If Not if me.
2: Yeah. It, listen, it was... It was a time. I'm here for you. It was let a time. all
3: out. Explain, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah it, was the, it was the not Talk having... Talk about it. I needed yeah. walls. Yeah. <laughs> I needed walls. I could not just let my You're, mind wander everywhere you else. You need
3: a total open concept house. You can't, you can't even I needed live it in a normal society. I needed and it focused. And here in, in a studio that's like 10 by 20. That's my problem. I know. That's my problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just it's, I just can't deal with it anymore. But we are going to continue to deal with it Out of Bounds, because it is coming up next. We have the third hour. Josh Braun, Razorback Offensive lineman, will join us. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. You won't want to miss it, so stay
4: tuned. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more, GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas.